the flow and the fro. What is up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast. Today we'll be recapping an unforgettable night, which featured the return of fans at UFC 261, which was headlined by three title fights. We will also be going over all MMA news in the circuit, as well as upcoming fights and a big question as to who is the pound-for-pound best fighter in the world right now. Let's get into it. It was a wild weekend on the UFC spectrum as it was a great card, crazy card, and the return of fans. Um, I think the fans had a lot to do with it. I think the fans had a lot to do with the people, uh, the fighters' momentum, their their adrenaline, their stamina. You know, you saw in the first fight, like the, the two girls started going at it right away. Right away, they fed off the energy from the crowd. And they just started throwing instantly. That first fight was great, and it was a great way to start the night. Yeah, and and what a night it was. Uh, you know, just just starting right now on the main card. I mean, you started off with a great fight right away with Anthony Smith and Jimmy Crew, and um, of course, you know, if you didn't see it yet, or you don't know about it. Anthony Smith ended Jimmy Crew uh, with leg kicks. He like, was kicking to the calf. Yeah, so it was actually only one leg kick. It happened at the end of the first round. Where kick uh, uh, Smith kind of kicked him like right in the back of the knee, and you saw Cruz's knee gave out, but he kind of fell to the ground, dove him for a double, took him down. The round ended, Kroot and then Cruz got back up and took him down. Yeah, yeah, Cruz shot him for the double and took him down. Mm-hmm. But then, um, in between rounds, like the ref was calling him over to to start the second round, and then the ref just stopped it because he saw he was limping yeah, and he could, could, could literally put no weight on it. That's crazy, man. I mean, it's crazy how the calf kick, calf kick has affected the game. Uh, the game in so many ways. Mm-hmm. You saw it. so few of them do so much damage. It's just, but like, why doesn't everyone throw calf kicks? Then you know what I mean. I think they do, but I, I'm not, maybe they're not landing it in the right spot. You know, like I think there's definitely a certain spot to land them in, and I think people still are just throwing like the regular leg kick to the quad. Does the one of the quad hurt? Have you ever gotten leg kicked? I mean, calf yeah. kicked? Yeah. Does it hurt like a bitch? Yeah, so I feel like the the calf kick one is more of like a sweep out, where like your leg can give out more. When the quad one is more of like a dead leg into it, like, ah, oh, fuck, like, damn, that hurt. When the calf kick is, is going to cause you to come off balance more. The, I mean, I feel like your nerves get shot when you, yeah. when you get calf kicked, because there's no... I mean, you get kicked in the quad, it's a pretty big yeah. fucking base of meat that can absorb that kick. The calf, right. it's just the calf. There's nothing. Right. Especially if you're getting very low on it near the ankle and you're coming in on the shin. That's just crazy. I literally, he literally couldn't walk and they had to end the fight. Well, I mean, I think uh, they were they were kind of relating that to like the sugar, to the sugar Sean and the and the Henry Cejudo incident where like the ankle went numb and yeah. like the ankle gave out. But I honestly thought this one was different. This one looked like it was more of a knee injury and you saw from the kick like the foot wrapped around the knee. So I think it looked like more of like a knee buckle compared to like that ankle rollout that Sugar and Henry Cejudo experienced. So I do think it was a different injury. They were just they're they're a problem, man. Those calf kicks. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what do you like? What do you do to defend? I mean, you had a kid. You know? And I think checking them is like difficult checking to them, do. Yeah, like, you, I think it's like a hard kick to check because even if you turn your shin into it, uh, I'm not sure if if that'll like 100 percent completely defend it. Do you think they should be made illegal? No. What the fuck's illegal they're, about them? They're, but they're ending so many fights so quick. Cause it's such a good weapon that if you if you know how to utilize it, it's true. Such an advantage. It's true. I mean, you, saw, you saw Gaethje. What? Gaethje's great with it. Yeah. You started doing it, Khabib. You started doing it, Khabib. And, and um, you know, Khabib's legs were starting to give out. 
Um, yeah. It is really such a deadly weapon. I mean, the only argument I would have for making it illegal is that, like, it just it really is makes a fighter so non-effective. Yeah, but like in a fight, and like I get that is the objective. That is the main goal. You know, obviously to win the fight and dismantle your opponent, but. I don't want to say if it seems cheap, but it almost seems kind of too easy. Like, you a couple calf kicks to someone, their leg's done, they're done for the fight. You know what I yeah. mean? It's not like you get punched in the face, knocked down. You know, you can come back up from that. You can still continue the fight. Right. If your leg gets fucked up from calf picks... And you, you're thinking about it, man. Yeah, dude. After you're thinking two, three, about it. You're like, oh shit, when's the next one? You got to change up your stance. You got to mm -hmm. freaking... You got to change up your whole game plan because you're getting kicked in the calf. Right. But that goes into it as it's also a very dangerous thing to throw, as, yeah. we, as we saw in the fight after. When first 15 yeah. seconds, Weidman throws one at Uriah Hall. He, yeah. Uriah Hall checks oh. it, and Weidman's shin you know snaps what, right in half. You know what really, really got me? It was watching him oh, put weight on it, like, yeah. right after it happened, the whole fucking bone bends. Like, it was just, it was so hard to watch. And just, horrific. like, showing it in slow motion, like, it was, like, Whirling oh, like, and they're obviously obviously <laughs> bones aren't supposed to bend like that. Like yeah. that is that was one of the, the gruesomest yeah. injuries I've ever seen. And that's crazy to see and watch because that happened against Chris Weidman ten years ago when uh when Anderson Silva fought him. I think what was it? Anderson Silva threw a kick, Weidman checked it. Yeah, yeah, it was the same situation. Same, literally same exact thing. It was it was the fight after Chris Weidman knocked him out. Mm -hmm. Remember when Anderson Silver was acting all cocky and stuff? And yep. yep. He knocked him out. It was like whatever, a couple months after that or whatever. Anderson Silver just threw a simple calf kick and his whole fucking leg snapped. I mean, yeah. it's so crazy like it's crazy. how that can just happen. They were saying that there had to have been like micro tears in it or yeah. something like that. I did before. see that. I think Connor tweeted out that there had to have been like small hairline fractures in the, in, in the shin bone, which led it to ultimately snap in half. Now, do you think that makes? Do you think that's gonna make people more skeptical to throw that kick? I don't know. I mean, that is so rare. I mean, yeah, that's a freak accident. It is a freak accident, and it's it's so he probably hit it so precisely, so like where it just snapped. I wonder like how many times that's happened in the UFC. Like, is it actually only when Weidman's been in the cage? I wonder what it felt like to like freaking just. Could put weight down on ah, your leg fuck. and your whole dude. Well, he probably didn't feel it. He probably just dropped to the ground. Just oh, oh my god, dude. Damn, that was horrible to watch. I didn't watch, but get well soon, Chris Wadden. Yeah, that was horrible out to, to watch. So after those two, um, whatever, like fights that like were gonna be great fights, but kind of ended on shitty notes. I'd say. Yeah, we got three bangers, and uh, I don't know <laughs> if you guys listened to the podcast last week. You know. Starting starting off for the first championship tight, Valentina Shevchenko defends her belt in as champion yeah. fashion as you can, just yeah. completely dominant, completely dominant, as yours truly did say. <laughs> Fucking search over here it was like, I don't know, just gone pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I was saying it's gonna be your toughest test, but Shevchenko clearly pulled me uh, proved me wrong and she beat the piss out of her, man. I mean she just looked so much bigger with then her in there, just in the clinch, he just body locked her, slammed her, ended up getting the crucifix uh, finish, and was just she just dominates start to finish. She's just oozing out confidence. Yeah. She's like oozing. Out. She's you know, you watch her fight and she 
she just you know you know she's the best like yeah. just by looking at her she she's knows, so scary dude she's so scary and like you see on her Instagram she's like a fucking sniper and shit like, yeah and she does that little assassin. ballerina dance at the end <laughs> like she's a fucking uh, dude she she's was a killer a killer an abs- actual killer yeah and I don't I, I mean I don't see anyone at that 115 division 25 oh 25 sorry Rose at 15 I don't see anyone at that 25 division really challenging her neither do I man and that that, that brings it to the to the next thing is is she gonna go up and fight Nunes for the third time I mean Dana already said that's not gonna happen even if Nunes beats Pena but like there's really nothing else for Shevchenko but Shevchenko to go up and and fight, fight Nunes. Nunes again because Nunes has already beat her twice. But Amanda Nunes is big. That's what I'm saying. Like, is no way Nunes would want to cut down the 35 again to fight a girl she's already beaten twice. And it's not even like yeah that and it's even not for even, how much money even like, Dana would pay. Shevchenko still giving up weight too at that point. Like it's yeah. not really like yeah she's moving up. It's not even like a fair fight to like yeah. even be making because like Amanda Nunes is, is a bigger girl. One six yeah she's yeah. she's a bigger girl. I just. I mean, is there any girl, like competitive girls at twenty five? That let's bring up these rankings. Amanda, uh, what's her name? Not Amanda. Uh, Shevchenko. No, Courtney Cortez. Not Cortez. Tracy Cortez. Tracy Cortez. You and fucking Tracy Cortez, bro. She's a youngin. She's got ways to go with the fucking fight, Shevchenko or any <laughs> of the champs. Come on, buddy. <laughs> let's see. All right. Uh, uh, oh, Tukagian. Oh, she already beat her, bro. Lauren Murphy, Jennifer Maya. They were saying Lauren Murphy, like uh, yeah, still no one, no she, one in there is giving Shevchenko any sort of challenge. She didn't fight Lauren Nobody. Murphy yet, right? No. Yeah, I don't even even Lauren Murphy's probably not gonna give her much as a, of a challenge. No. I mean, she fucking she finishes everyone bitch. in that division. She's a tough bitch, um, but and she was pissed off this fight because people were writing off because she yeah. lost that one round to Just Guy, and and then she says that she slipped and that's why she got taken down. Yeah, well, she was I pissed mean, off. This whole week, people have been writing her off, saying like this is gonna be her toughest competition yet. And, you know, she, you know, they're good, like you fuckers, yeah. <laughs> but um, and she just went in there and just showed people why she's the best. She showed people why she is the champion and she's the undisputed champion. And um, she was freaking amazing, man. I, I uh, it was, she looked really good. She yeah. looked really good. Speaking of looking really good. Doug Rose Namunes. <laughs> what a performance by Thug Rose Namunes, man. She first round head kick timed it perfectly, in and out, in and out. Came up, stepped in with that right league uh, head kick, and just folded Jong. Got some finishes, finishing shots in on her, and just wow. She what looks, a way. Yeah, I mean, what a performance. Crisp, crisp. Yep. That like kick, that like I'm the best. 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 She is just she. That was so crisp. That like kick was so crisp, and she envisioned it, man. I'm the best. You know that fucking foreseeing things is so important, and um, she is the best. She knocked her the fuck out, and I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to say I've been saying it for a week now, but. Dude, she's a beast. Yeah. Rose. In the end, I wonder what's next for her. Yeah, you know? I mean, um, let's see. She, she, maybe Joanna again. Yeah. But here's the thing. Do you give Wei Li the rematch right away? No. I mean, she's only been it's like, arguable. 
It's definitely arguable. She's or, only she, she, sorry. She's only been in UFC for like three, three four years. Three years, yeah. Yeah, but like, if she doesn't get it right right away, then she's one win away, and and she, yeah. she's right back in there. Zhang Weili. So like, if she doesn't get the, the the title shot right away, or else, or other than that, she's one win away from getting that title shot. Then who is getting that title shot, Joanna? Um, Mackenzie Dern, Dern. Carla Esparza. I think those two are very good options. Oh, and I think, I think Carla Esparza might have beaten Rose, bro, back in the day. Yeah, she did. Rose so that'd be pretty cool if Rose could avenge that loss. Yeah, I mean, Rose is still young, bro. I mean, Rose just. Why didn't Jessica Andre go down fifth or go up to twenty five? Why did she go up? Yeah. Well, she just lost to Rose at 15 over the summer, and she lost to Zhang Weili for the belt at 15. She lost to... She beat Rose and then lost she to her. She slammed Rose on her head, I and then for that. her first title defense, she lost, She got fucked up by Zhang Weili in like a minute and a half, and then she lost to Rose over the summer. And then uh, she moved up to 25, beat I would like Caitlin. to see Rose fight her again. Jessica? Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- that'd be dope, a trilogy of them two. I f- dude, honestly, for some reason, I forgot about when Rose got slammed on her head. Yeah, that was bad. That was really bad. People were writing her off. Mm-hmm. She, she says how happy she was after that when she lost the belt. Yeah. Because the weight lifted off her shoulders. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, there is obviously a certain um, responsibility and there's a certain status that comes with being a champion. You constantly got the pressure. You know, everyone that you're fighting is coming to get what you want. Right. You, you are chasing that target for so many years and now people are chasing you because you have the target on your back. And, I mean, it's a lot of fucking pressure. It's a lot of pressure going into fights, being the champion, being expected to win every single time. Mm. And sometimes it's very good for fighters to hit that reset button and um, take a loss and, and take it... Um, take some so, time away from the sport. Yeah, someone like like uh, Corey Sandhagen. Like he, uh, he was tear, tearing it up and... Um, he got caught. Got I still said to this day, say got caught. I mean, he did get caught. Aljamain took his back real quick and choked him out. And I, I guess you know, you know, Cody is a lot better than that. Um, a lot better fighter than that. But he said himself on another on Joe Rogan's podcast, he was like, "I just needed to take some time away from the sport and you know hit the reset button after that and focus on what I what I want, what my goals are." And uh, I think that was, that's what Rose did very well. And, you know, she came back, and she took what's hers. Mm. Awesome, dude. Awesome story. Yeah. Awesome girl. Awesome fighter. Yeah. Dude, I also... Her her, her fiancé, or is it her husband, Pat Berry? Yeah, I saw one of them. He was getting fired up after. He was freaking out. Was he a fighter? I think so. I think... Uh, he the UFC I think he was a strike force? He was a boxer, maybe. Oh. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, I mean... They're putting Whitman on the map, man. I mean, that team yeah. is phenomenal. You got 170-pound champion Kamara Usman, which we'll get to in a second. You got now the woman's strawweight champion, Rose Namajunas. And you got top-ranked lightweight Justin Gaethje, who I think in the next year will at least be in a title fight, in a title fight for that title. Yeah, I mean, Whitman's doing great things there. And uh, you know, as we're getting to, to the, uh, the next fight, the main event, you know, Whitman, I mean, when Usman, Kamara Usman went to Trevor Whitman... He's just getting better and better, dude. Like, Whitman is... He's a fucking wizard. I don't know what he does. Yeah. Whitman's definitely elevated his striking game. He has made him slow down more and really been more precise and been really fought behind his jab and just 
has just overall improved his, his stand-up game by so much. And, you know, and I think in that first Colby fight, his stand-up was kind of a little sloppy. So, and I think that in this, if, if him and Colby come to fight again, I think Usman's stand-up will be a lot different. And I think a lot more crisp, it will be a lot more type. crisp. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what Trevor Whitman does. I mean, he's, a, like I said, he's a wizard. Um, he looked completely different in this fight than he did in Masvidal in the first in the fight. the first Masvidal fight, yeah. Yeah, I mean, these guys that are coming in the cages with him, he said himself, you can be a great fighter, you can be, you know, you can be a good fighter, you can even be a great fighter, but there's still levels below what he is, and, mm -hmm. you know, you're really seeing that now. I mean, put they're putting killers in front of him, dude, mm -hmm. and he's going on this... He's going on this crazy run. I think it's uh, four title defenses uh, since 2019, since December of 2019, and three title defenses between uh, last August and now. Yep. Yep, he's defended his belt three times since the summer, which is impressive. I mean, so an impressive. active champion is always respectful, and, and you just got to respect that. As, yeah. as a champion, if you want to defend your belt that often, it's just it's awesome to see, and it's great for the sport. Top contenders too, and it's like guys like calling them out and like talking shit and like mm -hmm. it's it, you know it's a fucking tough division and he's just putting these guys away one by one, one by one, one great performance after another. Yeah, and, and I feel like every single fight he's doubted. He is doubted in every single fight, no matter what this man does. I mean, I don't know if next. Like, I bet you if he fights Kobe, he'll be doubted even more. Like he is just. Put some fucking respect on his name. Yeah. <laughs> Put some respect on him. He's varsity. He is. But it's crazy that people still doubt him after what he does on as a performance. I mean, mm -hmm. he's proven he's proven so much now, and and I, I think that's gonna stop now. And I don't know if it's as much as people doubting him or if people are maybe wanting to see him to lose. You know what I mean? I think I think initially I think initially it was the doubts. A little bit of both. But I think for this fight, I think more people just wanted to see Masvidal win that belt. But uh, I think all in all, like most people expected Usman to win. Maybe not in that fashion with a second round knockout. Yeah. Maybe they expect him to wrestle more and kind of put on a performance like over the summer. But at the end of the day, Usman looks phenomenal. Put Masvidal away. First time Masvidal has ever been KO'd, and put him away in his own backyard. Uh, Masvidal's own pound for pound, number one. It's up for discussion. I mean, so who's number one? Who is it? It's, I think it's still John Jones because, but you know, he's been in, so he's been inactive. He hasn't defended oh, his belt in fifteen done. months. Yeah, so it's yeah, yeah. Kamaru's number, Kamaru's number two right now. Um, I think Kamaru is the pound for pound best fighter in the world. That's crazy. I don't know, dude. I don't know. He's better than everyone on that list besides John Jones, and just I guess John Jones in activity. You can just say just because Usman just fought, you know. Like, Better than Izzy? Yeah, man. Izzy can't wrestle. Usman's got the full package. Francis. What does he say? When it comes to mixing it up, yeah. he's the best in the game. He might, he might not be the best boxer, might not be the best wrestler, best kickboxer, but when it comes to mixing it up. I'm the best in the game. That's his <laughs> mouth when he does I'm the best in the game. Yo, he, he, does, he does have a big-ass head, too. He's got a big and a this <laughs> terrible hairline that he shaved off. Yeah. But he would fuck me up if I ever said that to him. Oh, oh shit. I mean, Francis Ngannou probably should take the pound-for-pound pound best fighter ranking. Probably not. 
Dude, he's the fucking scariest dude in the world. Okay, that doesn't mean he's the pound-for-pound pound best in the world, if he's the scariest dude. I guess. He did just knock the fuck out of Steve, eh? Yeah, but if Kamara was 280, he'd put him in the dirt. Can't believe Conor McGregor's still on this list, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and now you got Conor chirping Kamara. But saying, uh, like, he, he took his yeah he took uh, his style. Yeah, talking about... Uh, yeah, that was... Uh, I would never want to see that fight happen, ever. Kamaru and... Yeah, I just don't think it will ever happen. I think Usman would ragdoll him, bro. Kill him. He'd kill him. Come on. They're just different size. They're just different size humans. They're on different levels. I just, I mean, you saw what Khabib did to Connor, and and Usman's bigger than Khabib and has arguably similar wrestling attributes, maybe maybe a step lower. Kamara's probably got better striking. Yeah, he probably does. He's just overall such a bigger person. I would never want to see that happen, bro. I just don't think that fight ever happens. No way. Connor's just fucking shooting his shit on Twitter. Yeah, he's just trying to get attention. Yeah. Just like when he said about the let's fight at 170, which I don't know. No, Poirier I, said that let's fight at 170. Oh, and Connor turned that down. Yeah, I don't understand why. Yeah, I would see why Connor would want to turn that down. I feel like Dustin would be fucking ginormous at 170. Yeah. He'd be a big dude. But even we've seen Connor at 70 before. Connor's he looks big. big. Connor looks really big at 170, but Dustin. I he is his frame. It looks looks he looks like different McGregor. I don't know what it was. Yeah, well McGregor, I feel like he's like longer. His arms he's, are longer. He's when like skinnier almost. Yeah. But McGregor got long ass arms for his body. Oh, so long. And Poirier's got a thick back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so overall, great fights, great card this weekend. There were some good prelims. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Allen with a with a great fight. Uh, Randy Brown with a. A one-armed submission. Yeah, Randy Brown had a one-armed rear naked choke. That's Alex Cowboy Oliveira. What did Brandon? Oh yeah, Brandon Allen had that heel hook. Yeah, that was. That he's was good, nice. man. Brandon Allen's good. Yeah, he's young still. He's fought on a, a lot of the better guys in the 185 pound division yeah. in the UFC already, and Sean he's still Strickland. 27 years old. He's fought Kevin Holland too. He's fought some good names. He's gonna be look look after uh, coming up. China goes 0 for 4 in the night. Yeah. They had uh, they had four fighters compete and all four of them did lose. Uh, that Mon- Mongolian guy won, right? <laughs> yes, he did. Mongolia did lose. Uh, Mon- Mongolia did win. Excuse me. Yeah, so we got some a little bit of a, a break next week. I mean, not a great card in UFC, but we got uh, Reyes versus. Oh, next week's oh. This week, oh, this week's with Gig, uh, Gig and Cub Swanson. Yes, sir. Oh, it's this Saturday. Dom Reyes versus Jiri. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Prok, Prokazak. Prozaka. Prozaka. And then, oh, and then Strickland versus Jaka, which is a great fight. And then Mirab. Oh, Mirab and Cody Stammen. I didn't know that was this fucking... This lot heavyweight, Ian Cotabella. He's good. See, like, that's how deep this 135 division is. Like, these are two, like, fucking... Killers, like Cody Stammen and Mirab, they're fucking really good. Yeah, they're in the rank like 12 and 13. Yeah, and they're ranked, they're ranked 12 and 13 fighting each other. Like they, They're easily top eight guys, top seven guys. Yeah, it's a very deep division. And we'll see who can continue their win streak. I think they're both on a pretty decent win streak. And they're both very heavy grapplers, so we'll see if they... if. Uh, if they actually stand up and strike, maybe because they're both yeah, that's true. They're both dominant grapplers, or, or if it just be a sick grapple match. Giga should fuck him. He up. should fuck him Swanson up. He's he's a minus two hundred. 
then San Diego versus Dillashaw, then 262, which we tried getting tickets to, but then we realized they sold out in two seconds. Yep. <laughs> they sold out very quickly. Very quickly. And the cheapest tickets were like three, three, $400. Very early prediction, right in our girl Chukagan, as always. She is a podcast favorite. Well, you don't like her? You don't like her in Ash? No. no oh, I never said that. You don't like her in this fight? No, I never said that either. I like Caitlyn. Caitlyn's the homie. She's good, though. Who, Vivian Aroja? Yeah, she just beat Roxanne. Roxanne! Roxanne Modafieri. I mean, so, great. Just super, super solid fights um, all together. Yeah, so, uh, what do we think is... Who's next for Usman? You know, it's you got Nate Diaz and Leon Edwards coming up? Yeah, I mean... If uh, Leon puts on a nice performance against Nate, he, he probably should get a title shot. Yeah, but will I don't give it to him? I don't see why not. Uh, like, who else? Kobe. Is it? I mean, oh. Kobe deserves it. But if, if Leon beats the piss out of Nate, he's on a 10-fight win streak. Like, how the hell do, do you turn that down? It's really, I mean, yeah, Leon, yeah, Leon and Kobe right now. I, yeah. I could see Kobe probably be, being a rematch. I mean, that, that definitely makes the most sense. But... Once again, how do you turn down Leon if he's won his last 10? Yeah, and then also there's Steven Thompson, Vincente Luque, yeah. Michael Chiesa. I mean, that division's still... But what if Nate Diaz beats Leon Edwards? Uh, that won't happen. You never know? No, that won't. If Nate Diaz beats Leon Edwards, does that give him a title shot against Kamaru Usman? No, it doesn't. You know Nate Diaz saying? gives him but a title by shot? By the name of Nate Diaz, the stardom, if he beats Leon Edwards. Like nah. Nah, those probably those probably give it to Kobe. I don't know. Kobe Kobe also needs to stay active too. Like he said, he needs to see activity. Kamaru needs to see activity. Kobe needs to fight again, man. And if it's not gonna be I mean it he needs to fight again soon and will Usman take a fight against him soon? I don't know. That's what I mean. Usman's probably gonna sit around and wait to see after Leon versus Nate Diaz and see See how Leon looks in it, and then he'll probably discuss with the boss and see see who gets the shot. That'd Gilbert Burns too. Also, is there still Gilbert Burns just got knocked out? I know. Out I'm by saying tomorrow. you have to make a fight for Gilbert Burns. Yeah. Yeah, dude. 170's juicy. There's a lot of a lot of talent there. Who's Stevens Thompson fighting? Um, I don't know if he's got a fight book. Oh, Kiesa? Did they book that? Did did they? That Why is Woodley still in these rankings? Dude yeah. got cut. Did he? He got caught officially, right? Yeah. Damn. That does suck. Seeing these, this wave of fighters getting cut. Yeah, it is a weird thing to see these, like, uh, guys who kind of helped grow the sport, mm-hmm. you know, get cut now. Yeah. Who really came up on like the Ooh. start of it? Even Stephen, maybe seeing a rematch with Stephen Thompson and uh, Masvidal. Masvidal. BNF, BMF versus NMF. Yeah. I don't know. That would be really good. But what happened when they first fought? Steven Thompson got knocked the fuck out, you remember? Masvidal knocked out Thompson? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was, I'm thinking of Darren Till. Yeah. Did they fight Steven Thompson and Masvidal? I'll check that. Because Thompson, I'm thinking about when um, Pettis knocked out Steven Thompson. Yes, and that was the same night that Masvidal knocked out Till. Yeah. yeah. Both of those were sick knockouts. Uh, it's... 
I don't think. Oh, right there. You fought him at UFC 217. Yeah. That's what I thought. Oh, Wonder Boy beat him, and that's when that's when Masvidal went, went on his hiatus, and he was that he was on that reality TV show, and then he came back, won three straight. Really? Yeah. Wonder Boy, that is. Yeah, dude, I knew that. You, I knew they fought before. He fucked up Joff in the other two. Steve Thompson's good. He's thirty years old, but he's 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 coming back good now. He's yeah. He did have a very good performance against Jeff Neal. I mean, for whoever is next. For Kamara Usman, they better be fucking ready for the Nigerian nightmare. Kamara Usman, I truly believe he's, if not number one, number two behind John Jones, pound for pound, in the world. Dude's a problem. And, uh, yeah, whoever's next for him has definitely got something coming. Thank you all for listening. Hope you enjoyed the weekly podcast recapping all major UFC cards and sporting events. Tune in Wednesday morning to the Flow and the Fro for an NFL mock draft special. We will be running through the entire first round giving our picks and analysis for the 2021 NFL draft.